Muli Wulanji from the Windy City. This is the Rorschach Malawi update from the 7th of September 2023. Here's a quick summary of what's happening in Malawi. Now, the dispute between the Malawi Communications Regulatory Authority, MACRA, and Multi Choice Malawi, MCM, has finally been resolved. If you recall, the two went to war because MCM increased the prices of its DSTT B services without MACRA's permission, causing MACRA to get an injunction. After failing its to reach a consensus, MCM withdrew its services in Malawi. Now, in the latest update, on Tuesday the 5th, MACRA released a statement saying they met with MCM on Monday the 4th in Lilongwe, where they decided that MCM would resume its DSTV services in Malawi by Friday the 8th. Customers of DSTV are extremely happy, but no one really knows what happened in the meeting. No other involved parties, including the Ministry of Information, have commented on the issue. Now, the Malawi Stock Exchange is ranked 6th on the African Market Performances List, which a company called African Markets curates on a weekly basis. Now, according to their findings, Malawi has maintained its position for over a month. Topping the list from 1st to 5th are Botswana, the Bourges Regionales de Valor Mobilieres SA, which is the regional stock exchange for West African countries, Egypt, Ghana, and Kenya. Speaking of the stock exchange, the First Merchant Bank Capital Holdings, or FMBCH, has surpassed the national bank and became the second most capitalized company on the exchange. FMBCH now has a market capitalization of 983 billion kwacha, or $940 million, while the national bank has 981 million billion kwacha, or $936 million. Now, the highest capitalizing economy is Airtel Malawi, valued at 1 trillion kwacha, or about $950 million. Now, this accounts for approximately 17% of the entire Malawi stock exchange equity market. While it isn't much of a difference, shareholders of FMBCH will be smiling on their way to the bank as they have a high return on their investments. Unfortunately, that won't be the case for the customers of the Standard Bank. On Tuesday the 5th, Standard Bank increased the interest rate for September loans to approximately 23%. Last month, the rate was at 22%. While it is a slight surge, the Standard Bank has been increasing its reference rate almost every month. In January this year, the interest rate was at 17%. On top of that, Standard Bank's customers have to deal with increased electricity tariffs, which have been hiked by 50%. Now, the Electricity Generation Company, or Egenco, and the Electricity Supply Corporation Malawi, or ESCOM, asked to increase their tariffs a few months ago, saying they were making losses at their current rates. Now, Mara held public hearings in the country's three major cities, Blantyr, Lalongwe, and Mazuwu, to review Genco and ESCOM's proposal. On Friday the 1st, Henry Kachage, Mara's executive officer, announced that Mara board had approved the hike at a meeting held on the 29th of August. He said that the increase will be implemented gradually by 18% in 2023-2024 financial year, then 16% in the next year, 12% in the next year, and 9% in the year after that. Now, given the country's economic situation, any tariff hikes, especially when vital commodities, have devastating effects on the citizenry. Mira also infuriated locals on issues concerning fuel. Now, amidst the current fuel scarcity, Rumors broke out that Miro was planning to increase fuel prices. This caused panic buying a few situations. Now, on Friday the 1st, Miro also released a statement denying the rumors. 
They described them as fake reports and urged people to disregard them. They also said that the country had sufficient fuel stocks to meet national demand. The statement triggered a lot of locals as some motorists caught wind of Mira's statement while in a queue, waiting for fuel to be delivered. Needless to say, Mira's Facebook comment section was filled with offensive comments. Fuel scarcity is one of the issues that stem from the country shortage of forex. Other affected commodities include medicine and fertilizer. While external factors like tropical cyclone Freddy can be blamed for this outcome, internal factors such as the Quacha's 28% devaluation are also at a good fault. The government has been also trying to secure a loan from the International Monetary Fund, or IMF. However, Malawi has $1.2 billion in external debt. To get another loan from the IMF, Malawi must get assurance letters from China and India, which are considered main bilateral donors. Asking for another IMF loan might be considered a red flag, especially amid numerous news on corruption among government officials. But on Tuesday the 5th, Geetha Gopinath, the first deputy managing director of the IMF, hailed President Chaguera for recovering Malawi's economy. She said that the IMF is starting to see results from Malawi's economic reforms, much to the dismay of many citizens. Now more on to positive news, a new airline launched its services in Malawi on Monday the 4th, the airline, a South African airline company, which will be traveling between Malawi and South Africa. Now Roger Foster, the chief executive officer for Airlink, announced that the airline will be operating between the Kamuzu Airport in Lalongwe or the Tambo International Airport in Johannesburg, South Africa, on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. The airline will also operate between Chileka Airport and Blantyre, and the South African airport on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. Now, Jacob Harrow, the Minister of Transport, said he is optimistic that a new player in Malawi's travel markets will make air travel more affordable for locals. Now, moving on to local trends. Benson Vitsitsi, the owner of the Queasy buses, has been arrested on suspicion of being involved in financial crimes. Queasy is a fleet of buses that travel from city to city. On Wednesday the 6th, Alfred Chimner, the deputy national police spokesperson said Vitsitsi laundered over $5.7 million since 2017. They suspected he was working with 12 other people, including 10 Chinese nationals and two Malawian women, Angela Chiguira and Monica Arame. All 12 are still at large. Jinthere said that the police charged Vitsitsi with money laundering, illegal externalization of forex, conspiracy to commit offenses, and aiding another to commit offenses. And more trending news, Dad Banda, a local citizen, went viral on social media after wearing his graduation gown to work. Banda will graduate on Thursday the 7th from Muzuzu University. He said that he was very excited about getting his degree, and he wants to show it off to the world. So he wore the graduation gown to the Petroda fuel station, where he works as a fuel attendant. Now he told everyone he was about to graduate while wearing a huge smile on his face. Banda is one of 2,000 graduates who will be awarded their degrees and diplomas this week after successfully completing their studies at Mizuzu University. The university also had a double celebration as it also marked its 25th year of establishment. On Wednesday the 6th, Mizuzu University hosted a Silver Jubilee celebration at its campus. Now, some key highlights include a procession march by alumni of the university and a performance of the Malawi Police Brass Band. The celebration went on until Thursday the 7th. On very tragic news, a family of six died in a car accident after the car they were in 
got involved in a head-on collision with a truck belonging to G46 Security Company. And the accident happened on the night of Monday the 4th in Mambuna area, located along the Dedza Lilongwe stretch on the M1 road. Hastings Chigalu, the Lilongwe police spokesperson, said this family sustained severe head injuries and they died upon impact. The truck driver sustained minor injuries. Now that's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Did you know that today is the perfect day to subscribe to the show? If you've already done that, please tell your friends about us. Remember that you can help us financially with the link in our show notes. Vitani Bueno. Thank you.